Hi, and welcome to the Insiders by Durham Lane, where we get perspectives from industry thought leaders about strategies that are unifying marketing and sales cycles to help accelerate growth inside your world. Welcome to the Insiders by Durham Lane, an industry podcast that connects the worlds of sales and marketing one guest at a time. I'm your host, Richard Lane, co-founder and chief commercial officer of Durham Lane, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Karen Kalinsky. Karen is the EMEA Marketing and Communications Director for ADLink, who help build and deploy edge AI solutions to connect people, places, and things faster. Karen, great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Richard. I'm excited to be here today, joining you as the guest for this conversation. I'm truly honored to share my thoughts and insights with your audience. I'm looking forward to diving into the topics we'll be exploring today. So let's make this a memorable, insightful, and maybe funny session for our audience. Excellent. Well, looking forward to that, Karen, very much. First, Firstly, then, to get us started, perhaps you could introduce yourself and give us a a, a quick anecdote about your career or experience from your career so far. Sure. I'm a marketing B2B leader for more than 25 years. I have a lot of experience with international companies across all industry. My favorite industry, I would say, is tech companies and engineering companies for the last 10 years. I have a lot of leadership experience with Matrix organization and as well transformational businesses. Transformational, I mean companies wanting to grow and bring in new innovation in marketing. I have extensive experience in marketing and communication strategies globally, especially on lead generation, because I find lead generation is one of the most important topics for companies to grow. If you personalize your content, you know your target audience and you make your customers engaging with that across the buying journey, you will for sure increase your lead conversion rate. As listeners will know, this is a a passion of mine too, certainly with Durham Lane being a demand and lead generation outsourcing agency. So to get us started maybe on that topic then, what are you most passionate about in in the world of sales and marketing? Efficient lead generation and how to get the perfect lead is something that really engages me to find an opportunity that really turns into a a business for a company. So what does it mean to be a perfect lead and what needs to be done for that? So achieving an efficient lead generation begins with a thorough understanding of your target audience and their pain points. Utilize data-driven insights to identify the perfect leads and tailor your marketing messages accordingly. Once you have captured the interest of your audience, nurture the leads, lead nurturing, it's a, also a very important part in this, with a personalized, again, a focus on personalized and relevant content, guiding them through the sales funnel smoothly. Then implement an effective lead scoring system. So rating the, the leads that you're getting into your system, prioritize higher quality prospects for your sales teams and assuring a seamless handover. Regularly analyze your findings and engage with sales teams frequently. All these topics I'm passionate about. Just one thing you said that you talked about lead scoring. Could you say a little bit more on how you do that? We are working with marketing technology, so MarTech. We are using, for example, at AD-Link, Marketo. Marketo is a marketing automation tool where the leads coming in across the buying journey. The more you engage with your customers via this marketing tool, the more points they score into the system. Once you achieve a certain points in the system, it falls out into the marketing sales funnel. And there you will decide as a marketing team if you pass it on to the sales team or not. Okay. This is a part of marketing technology. It's not a different tool. It's inside of the tools. So it helps you with prioritization of, of leads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we'll 
we'll talk about Martech and technology in a in a bit. But um, yeah, interested to know about lead scoring and and how you work that. Another another thing we were wondering when we spoke prior to to discussion was around your work at AD Link. And obviously in Amir, we have lots of different languages and you know different countries with different languages, different ways of working. How do you operate across those different countries as a as one team? At AD Link, we believe in a multifaceted approach to demand generation and efficient lead generation. Our strategy resolves around some key principles. So first of all, understanding customer needs, you know, deeply understand your target audience, their pain points. I mentioned it already before and the challenges they face. So you can create your content around those. The more you understand the customer, the more compelling will be your content. Then the content marketing excellence, I would say. We are spending a lot of time at a dealing, building a piece of content that demonstrate that we understand the pain points of our customers. That can be blog posts, white papers, case studies, videos to be addressed at different stages of the buying journey. So the content not only captures interest, but also position a dealing as an industry thought leader. Then leveraging multiple channels is really important. So we employ multi-channel approach to reach out to our target audience. This includes email marketing, for example, social media outreach, webinars, events, search engine marketing, you name it, can be many more. By engaging with our prospects via different platforms, we increase the chance of capturing their interest and therefore the perfect lead. And then, I mean, there are many things you can do, but I think one very important one is optimizing landing pages. So we are designing landing pages for conversion. They need to be user-friendly, visually appealing, and have compelling calls to action. So the CTA, call to action, that encourage visitors to take a desired approach to click on the box, to signing up for a webinar, downloading a resource or whatever, right? Another important point is lead nurturing and automation. You mentioned MarTech already, Richard. So lead nurturing, sometimes I see in businesses is neglected. Not every lead turns automatically into a business. They need a lot of work. So leads need to be nurtured. So the marketing tools like Marketo, HubSpot, you name them, will help you to build this journey within this lead nurturing process so you can stay in touch with your customers. And then most importantly as well, data-driven marketing decisions. So in the past, Marketing was a lot of feelings or about yeah how a visual looks like. Nowadays, it's everything in marketing about data. So we rely on data and analytics to measure the success of our lead generation and efforts continually. When I say continually, this is a never-ending process. You always optimize your metrics and your conversations and try to improve on engagement levels and ROI, of course. Um, and then we will fine-tune the strategy for even getting better results, right? Two more points I find important. Uh, alignment between marketing and sales. You know, marketing cannot do this alone. So we are the support function actually to sales, helping them to convert into a business. So we need to sit together and build our personas and target audiences. And we need to ensure that both are on the same page actually in order to convert those leads. If there's no sales connection, it will be difficult for marketing to really build a stable lead generation process and even a successful one. So this is really important. And then the continuous improvement. So never stop improving your marketing campaigns. Every day you look at those things, at your numbers and continue improving. It's a very detailed process. A great summary there from a marketing point of view. One thing that we're very passionate about at Durham Lane is linking together 
the world of marketing and sales through through our services. Um, to be fully transparent for our listeners, uh, AD Link is a customer for Durham Lane, so we're very very proud to be able to support your your efforts. How closely and how well aligned are your sales and marketing teams? And has that been a challenging process, or is and is that something you need to continually work on, or does it come naturally to the business? Um, I have to say, Richard, this is and was a journey. At ADLink, we are quite advanced at lead generation. So we have integrated IT tools, marketing and sales tools together so we can build up the full sales pipeline and make it visible. Nevertheless, salespeople are very busy and they don't have sometimes the time to look at every lead. That's why we are also using agencies like Durham Lane to help us to find the perfect lead when it's not yet maybe in the lead scoring process very high. So if it's a high interest lead, a salesman will convert it immediately. So that means a certain lead needs to have a certain standard. Yeah, it needs to be a high buying interest. There needs to be a certain engagement before and there needs to be yeah intention to buy a product like I mentioned already and um so this will capture the interest. If it's not there, we go into nurture or if we see more potential, we give it to a third party like you are, helping us to turn the MQL into a SQL. Yes. So the process is not always smooth, but it's getting smoother and smoother. And we are continuously working on that. We have regular meetings around this and we are involving the sales teams in our campaigns. Yes. So they know what's going on, actually. Okay, well, that's that's key, isn't it? Because I think we have a responsibility when we're proactively going into the market for our customers to to deliver back insight. But as well, your salespeople need to be telling you and the marketing function what their prospects and customers are saying and what they're looking for, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they know uh, the market. They know their customers. If we capture the insight that they have, we can build a much more powerful campaign which convert into something. So I think we need to do that more often with our sales team and more regularly. So sales and marketing should really become truly one team. Mar sales, I think we've called it on this podcast before. So yes. so uh, one one thing we try and do on the yeah. inside is is to give our listeners some sort of actions and takeaways that they can put into their own practice. And I think sometimes the best way to learn is thinking about some of the mistakes that we've made. So I was just wondering, are there any mistakes to avoid that you've seen people make previously when it comes to building demand and lead generation strategies? Or, you know, what are the things perhaps with a bit of hindsight you you might have done differently? Yeah, I mean, there are common mistakes that people make when building lead and demand uh, generation strategies. I mean, you cannot avoid all of this and sometimes it's simply a budget or a time issue, but you can should strive for effectiveness. So, I mean, something that I see is that companies, they do not take enough time to um, research their audience. So marketing intelligence is um, neglected. That means you don't know enough about your audience and then you cannot build the content that you need. Also, buying journey has changed so much during the years. And I see still marketing teams using our old buying journey and not adapting to the needs of our customers. We don't tailor this according to their needs. We will not address the right audience and the campaign and the lead gen efforts will fail. I mean, unfocused CTAs. I see so many blurry CTAs. It doesn't appeal to me. It wouldn't appeal to my customers. If I'm not precise in what I want them to do, they will not do it. It has to be a clear call to action, needs to be positioned on the landing page or website, and it needs to be easily understood. And I see many landing pages where it's not the case. Also, in I can talk for hours about lead nurturing, and I talk to experts, and they don't do this. And I say, how can you build a lead pipeline by not doing this? Because lead nurturing requires specific skills, right? You need to know in depth 
about MarTech and how this works. And you have to have different content for different buying stages. So you need content strategy. You need yeah, an expert actually doing that. And it takes a lot of effort for a company to do that. And it needs a really expert knowledge. So you need to build that. Yeah, I mean, these are some of the things I see, but also in con inconsistent branding. There can be so many pitfalls, actually, that is not aligned with the total customer experience. So I think we should all strive about, uh, try to be a perfect customer experience, but we, I think we will never get there, right? We just can try to avoid some of those things. I think there are some, some great takeaways there. And some of what you talked about is really basic and it's obvious, but people forget to do the obvious and forget to do the basic, don't they? So, but the call to action, so important, whereabouts on the page, what it is, it has to resonate and ultimately you have to understand or as best you can put your feet in the shoes of, of your buyer, as, as one might say. I think the other area that, that comes often as, as an error, I think, is people don't give campaigns long enough. They don't give enough time for it to play through because it takes time to be able to connect with people. It takes time to get um, to get into their window and, and to, to be recognized. So that's probably something else. I think people's attention span maybe sometimes moves too quickly and they think, well, that didn't work. We'll do something different. And you end up jumping around and never really fulfilling any any campaign properly. This is absolutely correct. And there are different natures of campaigns. You can have campaigns, if you run a nurture campaign, this campaign could run two years. And you have a big high impact campaign, this campaign runs three to six months. So there are different campaigns from the length, depending on what we want to achieve. But you are right, we're not giving it long enough sometimes. And then we don't spend enough time to analyze the data afterwards. So capturing the lead is one thing, but also analyzing what might the customer has said, or where the customer came in, these kind of things are very important. So I'm spending a lot of time in reports, to be honest, to try to find the right data and the right analysis to inform our board. Because our CMO, Jim Lui, who's also our CEO of the company, he is very interested in marketing activities and the value of marketing what the value is for marketing for a link So we need to measure this thoroughly and we're reporting this out frequently to him. Very good. So uh, having your CEO is also your CMO means that uh, marketing is going to be very visible, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one of the challenges you've probably seen is that companies uh, invest a lot in, in technology, so in, in MarTech, but then don't necessarily use it to the best of their ability. So have you got any hints or tips for listeners on what to do or, or what not to do when it comes to marketing tech tools? Absolutely. I mean, investing in marketing technology can be a significant asset, but it's essential to use it effectively to maximize its impact. I mean, you need some thoughts behind that when you want to bring it into the company. So what to do when thinking about implementing MarTech tools? It's important that you have clear objectives. Define your marketing objectives align them with the capabilities of the technology. Which tool is right for me? Is it a big tool like Marketo? It's a huge company. Or is it maybe a smaller one like HubSpot? It differs very much in pricing there. So having a specific plan helps to find the right technology, right? And then training and education. It's very much a neglected area. You need to train your marketing team on those tools, right? You need to have an expert on the technology so they can explore the full potential, you know, 
I mean, you need to, and they need to keep on educating on those because these tools are changing frequently and the features and the best practices are also changing, right? And then you need to check if it's integrating with existing systems. So many companies have a lot of systems. It's a marketing job, but it's also more becoming an IT job. You need yes. to work very closely with your IT department to see how the data can flow seamlessly throughout your company. So for Idealing, it was integrated Marketo into Salesforce, but this is something IT needs to do. And then testing, testing, testing. This is always something, you know, test sending out, A-B testing, different strategies and getting the insights that you need to convince the board or whoever you need to um, convince to, this is the right tool. Then data security and privacy compliance is also get your legal department always involved in this kind of activities is very crucial. I see this, that legal is not involved in buying a MarTech tool, but they need to be involved from the first hour yes. to see if everything is set properly. So um, it's very important. And I would say what not to do is don't rely only on tech. I mean, technology can help you. It's only, it's a tool, but it shouldn't become a higher good over human creativity. It should go hand in hand. So only relying on technology will destroy your creativity in your team. So it's really important. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, Karen, a new feature for our, our, our new series of The Insiders is that we've got an Ask the Expert moment. So we've got a question in from, from James, and James has said, what is your perspective on organizational over-reliance on tech leading to reduced creativity and differentiation in RevOps teams? So it's almost like he listened to your previous answer, but he can't have done yet because he's not heard the recording. But yeah, your perspective on organizational over-reliance on technology. Do you have a, a comment on that for James? Yeah, so this is what I mentioned already before, I think, in my questions. So I think organizational over-reliance on technology, especially in revenue operations teams, can have both positive and negative consequences, yeah? While technology um, undoubtedly streamlines processes and improves efficiencies, an excessive reliance on it can lead on to reduce creativity, right? And can lead to demotivation of the team. So technology and human creativity needs to go hand in hand and human doesn't need to feel like replaced by technology but it needs yes. to be seen as a tool to make them more successful i think this is where the manager comes in and the leaders to help the team to overcome that really to be more successful on those lead generation campaigns it's also the striking of the right balance and should be also encourage a culture of innovation a culture that allows experimentation with technology and creative problem solving and empower team members to propose and test things, new, put new ideas forward outside the boundaries of existing technology. So, and combine a human insight with a data insight. So, humans have data. We have very smart people sitting in, in marketing teams. So, while data is invaluable and is accurate, combine it with the insights and experience of team members and gain a holistic understanding of customer behavior and preferences. So technology can help you to get uh, the understanding of customers, but an expert in your team can help you to do the same. And invest in employee training and professional development to ensure team members can leverage technology effectively while maintaining the creative edge. So they will be more motivated doing that. Yeah, and see tech as an enabler, not as a constraint. Emphasize that technology is a means to an end and not the end itself. Empower teams to use technology as an enabler, achieve their goals while keeping their customer experience at the forefront. Yeah, absolutely. I, I heard a great line from, from Gartner at a conference recently. They said, don't see technology as something you use, but see see technology as a peer that sits beside you. And I yeah. think that's that's where we're we're starting to go. So great. That was a, a wonderful answer. Thank you, Karen. So we've got a, a couple more questions to cover. One one thing would be talking about actionable insights. So I, I think you've shared lots and lots of information and I know there'll be 
a huge number of things that people can take away and, and go and do to make their uh, their marketing function really, really effectively. But is there any one thing that if people could just do one thing following listening to this podcast, what would you have them do? I would say I'm an actionable tip and I talked already about this is it's a more it's a hands-on tip really not a strategic tip it's a hands-on tip um, because I've seen so many bad landing pages out there so it's optimizing lead capture forms if you want to grow your business and you want to great lead coming into your website or on your landing page, work on your web landing pages. Keep it simple, use clear CTAs, offer value, great content, use progressive profiling, try to mobile optimize your landing page, test A-B testing, a compelling headline is even better than a non-compelling headline, test, 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 position your brand in a way you want it to be positioned and go for the next perfect lead. <laughs> next perfect lead. Excellent. But the call to action. <laughs> call to action is the key. I, I think you're absolutely spot on with that. So Karen, thank you so much for uh, being a guest on our Insiders podcast. I think the episode is packed full of actionable insight for our listeners. Really enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, it's wonderful having you as a customer and learning more about the inside operation of, of, of your marketing at AD Link. So thank you very much. Thank you, Richard, very much for the opportunity. It was a very interesting conversation. Let's go together with our customers to find the perfect lead. So you are part of the journey. I am part of the journey. I think this is our mission, both of us. Let's do it. Great. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in to The Insiders. Please subscribe on your preferred podcasting site to ensure you're notified of all new episodes as and when they're published. If you'd like to learn more about Durham Lane and our unique method of selling at a high level, visit durhamlane.com for more information and we will see you again soon. The Insiders by Durham Lane. Subscribe today to never miss an episode.